What's right. up? Greetings and salutations. I like the, I like the salutations part. It makes me feel it makes me feel very highfalutin. Bougie. 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 As in bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie. All right. What uh, what do we got going on today, Sean? All right. Oh. So <laughs> down, gentlemen. Oh. oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Lewis. <laughs> I'm Sean. Oh yeah, goddamn, I'm Sean. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking douche. <laughs> what an ass hat. Yeah. We've only been doing this for All right. Uh, so today's episode we're gonna we're covering the freemasons again it's uh freemasons reloaded or redux uh, today we got sean with us so we're gonna we're, we're we it's his topic so we decided to go ahead and bring it back yeah this is but before we get into that if you like our show leave a five-star review on whatever podcast app you use if you don't mind it would really help us out if you follow us on facebook or Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram at DeWiseMen, D-U-H-W-H-Y-S-M-E-N. If you have a topic you want us to talk about, go ahead and post it on one of those show socials and and we'll, we'd love to get into it. It gives us more ideas, things we, we can learn about. Or you can send us an email at DeWiseMen at gmail.com. If you don't happen to be following us on Twitch, we are DeWiseGuys currently on Twitch. Due to a clerical error. That's my bad. Fucking well, God if we damn it. notice the trend of things, I'm the one that's fucking shit up, so I'm it's just okay. here. Listen, I'm just here to drink. I'm I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. <laughs> I think I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I am with you on that one for sure. All okay. right. Sean, why don't you go ahead and take us into this? All right, gentlemen. So we're gonna be talking about the Freemasons. Unfortunately, um when it comes to the theoretical side of all of this and the and the conspiracy side of this, there's really not a whole lot after the nineteen they're like the eighteen sixties. Uh, but we'll get into that. So originally Freemasons, the original Freemasons were actually just stonemasons of the Middle Ages, somewhere around the sixteen hundreds, give or take um is is kind of sort of what their general range was when they first started becoming a guild uh they originated in northern england and were originally uh not chapel builders what are they called freaking uh cathedral they were originally cathedral builders um they didn't start actually becoming a guild until around the 1600s 1599 was the first documented um portion of them actually meeting up and it turns out that it was actually in scotland um now therefore we have the scottish right indeed so we actually have the scottish right now they originated starting that one's my favorite yeah it didn't start in scotland though no 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 it didn't start in scotland but that's the first documented uh like meeting place and it turns out that they were more of a uh, labor union. They originally were cathedral builders, like I said, and the reason they were called Freemasons is because they were essentially like free agents because they had a particular skill set, like Liam Neeson. They could go anywhere. They could go anywhere. Um, they were seen as kind of higher than the normal rabble around. They had a skill that they didn't really fully understand. They were kind of like artists without any practice, without any formal training. You know what I mean? Um, so these guys were allowed by the king to go around and build chapels in the name of God and, and such. Uh, and then around 1599, we start noticing that they were uh, more closely related to a labor union. Fast forward uh, to, what was it, 16... 
It's like 1616, I believe it was. And now we start actually having a culmination of multiple guilds into one guild. And that's when the uh, first Grand Lodge of England 1717. in 1717 started as the first Grand Lodge of London. Check. Started out as the first Grand Lodge of London. Now, at that point, that's when they started becoming more of a gentleman's guild at that point. They were no longer, they were associated loosely with the Freemasons, but they ended up taking all of their, um, all of their ideas based off of the original Stonemasons Guild. It was more based on the ideas and principles and ideological understandings of Masonry, how things should be a certain way and how you should conduct yourself. Um, and a lot of that went back to religious standpoints. Uh, but in the 1700s, then they began to be more of a uh, gentleman's club and they held themselves to a pretty high standard um, where only a certain kind of person could get in. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It was most, mostly it was either, uh, enlightened individuals, um, or high born people. So a lot of times you would find that, uh, either government officials or, uh, children of royalty or, or, uh, relatives of royalty were kind of, this was their thing. Um, especially people that were kind of going to try to overtake certain governments uh monarchs and such um it's something that they like highly populated was uh was politics and stuff yeah they were a lot of them were they were the biggest the biggest thing about the modern day um at that point modern day uh masons was their outlook on uh democracy they were very very big on democracy outright staunchly against a monarch they didn't want to be ruled by anybody everybody should be they originally were against government stuff everybody should be yeah, treated they, as equals that's why they were, everybody called ironic. themselves brothers they would refer to everybody as brothers at that point that's when they started out that as close as i can find uh that's when they started out with the uh hiram abiff story What's that? So I'm not familiar. He with was the the one oh, who decided. Okay, let me. I'm gonna fuck this up. No, that's fine. This was uh, the the building of Solomon's Temple story. Yes. Right? This is, yep. Exactly. Okay. So he the building during the building of Solomon's Temple, which is a totally it's a it's a, a mythology. The story of Hiram Abiff is was found in a poem. Is that right? So it was found in a poem that somebody wrote at some point, and and the to my understanding, the purpose of this poem was basically to make Freemasons look better and more prestigious than they actually were, like to tie them back through yeah. history kind of deal. And what's actually really, really funny is it predates some of it, it predates um, the uh, uh, the New King James Bible, but it does match relatively closely with the Old Testament. So are we talking like in like year 800 and... Well, no, that's not no, when no, no, this no, no, was no, no, written. No, no, no. It's it's like some dude just wrote this story exactly. to like line up with these things, so so that it would make okay. the so so this was actually better. post. Yeah, no, I get you. So okay. this was actually post Dead Sea Scrolls when the Catholic Church was starting to incorporate a bunch of stuff into it, and they were taking away a bunch of stuff and and censoring some things and adding in some things. Right. Turns out that in the Bible, Solomon's Temple is mentioned which gives a little bit of credit to 
the Freemasons, right? So then you also have this poem. I can't remember who it was by. I don't even remember if it was actually, I don't remember if there was actually a name to it. Now that I'm, I don't remember either. Uh, but anyway, so now it gives them a little bit more legitimacy, right? So right. now you're like, oh my God, these guys actually were part of a big deal. Right. So the story of Hiram Abiff and his subsequent murder was he was the master mason of, God damn it, Dre. <laughs> Fucking Dre. Yo, shout out to Dre. Don't forget about Dre. <laughs> shout out to Dre Wilson, my man. What up, Dre? <laughs> uh, so the story of Hiram Biff was he was the master mason that was charged with uh, building King Solomon's temple in accordance with King Solomon's uh, orders, right? So he was to use a very specific ratio, which was 1 to 1.414 repeating. Um, and that's how a lot of old lodges the were sa- built. The sacred numbers. Exactly. Sacred geometry. Exactly. Uh, so, and that wasn't even like a, that wasn't an arbitrary number. That number shows up actually quite a lot in, uh, modern Freemasonry along with, um, when the original stonemasons were starting out. So a lot of, a lot of big intertwines I there. I say that, that particular, like that sacred geometry, it shows up in... And like buildings all over the world, even especially in Europe, especially in yeah. Europe, it's really, really, really common to find that super elongated building by then you have a, a meeting place, essentially. So that point four one four is the meeting place. And then what everybody else basically gets to get into is that one. Right. Right. So anyway. Hiram Biff was charged with building this thing. He was the one that had this master plan. And then there were these three apprentices. Uh, actually, I think they were journeymen or, or fellow craft is what they actually were. Uh, they became super jealous because they thought that Hiram had this one code or one passphrase or one secret understanding of something that gave him the knowledge of how to build absolute perfection and could communicate with God and all kinds of other crazy stuff that they end up bringing into play. So, one day at noon, which is when Hiram would always go to temple and pray, he was met by the three jealous fellow craftsmen in the east, south, and west corner. It was in the east, he was originally approached, and then he was slashed at with a rock. A rock is one of the, uh, right. the rock being the, the stone. Mm-hmm. It was a sharpened rock. He was slashed at in the east. That's part of one of their rituals. Then he was met again in the south and was struck by a square, which is another symbol, and is also part of the uh, one of their initiation rituals. What do you mean when he was struck by a square? He was struck by a mason square, the where it has a perfect square. Right. Um, okay. The little L. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So he was struck there, and then he ended up going to the west. When he was met at the west, he was essentially he was killed by a hammer which is another one of their big symbols and the last part of one of their uh, rituals or initiation deals. So they go in, they hit them in the head, they die, and then they try to be reborn three times. And on the third time, they end up being reborn. And it's supposed to be a uh, baptism of wisdom. And you'll see that going back in later. So the last part of it, the last part of the legend is... uh, the last words of Hiram Abiff were his nickname, which was the widow's son. So one of the passphrases, which uh, is 
a cry for help among brotherhood, right? So it is who will help the widow's son. Those were Hiram Abiff's supposed last words. And that is the, that is the, hey, everybody in the brotherhood, I need help. Somebody please help me. And it's supposed to be, if you are in the brotherhood, you drop what you are doing and help at whatever cost necessary. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, interesting story is you actually find people in, I think it's World War One. I. I want to say it's World War One, uh, a prisoner of war who happened to be a Mason uh, was found in his cell and he keeps on uttering who will help the widow's son, who will help the widow's son, who will help the widow's son. One of the crazy. guardsmen, one of the guardsmen, uh, one of the French guardsmen. Now, this is this is Axis guy. Prisoner of war is uttering this phrase. The French come by and they and one of the guards goes, what did you just say? And he says it again. Unlocks him, dresses him and frees him and says, get out of here. That's and this is it's fucking crazy, right? Good. And then that's what and there's multiple, multiple stories of that exact scenario happening a lot and not like in wartime some of it is in business trades right so you'll you'll see yeah there's i mean yeah yeah it's it's kind of cool um and this is this is all the uh, this is all well is this was this is the description of all the uh documents that they found that predates like all the official uh, this stuff is so this is mostly the legend, legend of, right the legend they had but a- this is what the what a bunch of current freemasonry uh rituals rituals and ceremonies, and ceremonies are based are off based of off are right, this okay. you'll find that nobody is in the north you'll have someone in the east the south and yeah. the west huh. um north is supposed to be like god's territory right um Cool. So that's basically so that's basically how they started um, and what they were originally doing. Um, now, the original stonemasons also had a code since most of them were illiterate. They had uh, you had to have an understanding because you would have people that were speaking different dialects. You'd have people speaking different languages altogether. You needed like a universal, uh, you needed signs. So that's where they started coming in with the handshakes. Um, handshakes were, you weren't given this understanding of a handshake until you had proven yourself kind of like they had their own, they had their own, uh, criteria that you had to meet and you had to successfully prove to everybody that you could do this. And then the next step up, the next person up. So if you were an apprentice, you would have a fellow craft would show you this sign to have you into their understanding. Now, everybody knows that you are part of this, or rather, everybody above you right. knows that no, you are part of this. Exactly. So you, you've reached that you think, particular level. You think they had degrees? At that yeah. point, so at that point, it was a different of system. At that point, kind of sort of. They only had three real degrees, I guess you could call it, and they were reimagined later on. Um, the first one was the entered apprentice, and that was understood by placing the thumb of the initiate's hand on the master mason's hand and touching the first knuckle that's still used today for the entered apprentice the next one was the fellow craft or journeyman originally is what it was called but now it's fellow craft then that was at the uh space after the uh knuckle i can see a lot of confusion coming from that i feel like what the fuck i thought you knew this 
Right. Well, oh, I just uh, I missed. I accidentally. I missed my bad. <laughs> my bad. And then uh, what the if last you don't have one. Thumbs. Well, you're fucked. You can't like, be a mason. You can't mate. hold a hand. You can't. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> a masonry accident. <laughs> he died. <laughs> he lost his thumbs in a masonry accident. Long live his name. <laughs> um, and then the third one would be the Master Mason. The Master Mason would have a strong grip, which is arguably the dumbest name for this fucking grip, or called the Lion's Paw. So the Lion's Paw, let me use you real quick. Lion's Paw was by placing two fingers basically at the pulse point, um, at the base of the uh, at the base of the hand, and that would let them know that you are a ma- uh, you are a Master Mason. So the Master Mason would only do that ever if it was another Master Mason that had greeted him, right? So arguably, this is the dumbest fucking grip that it's ever been fucking... It's got to be the dumbest thing ever. The strong grip, this is the least strong fucking grip ever. It was funny at work, you shook my hand like that, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Did That's, you, like, I did, I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I was like, like, so you don't know. You don't, you don't know, you fucking... I was like, you, come on, man, we... Is today fucking... You don't know, you fucking troglodyte. So then I grabbed his forearm with my hand. Oh yeah, that's the warrior's handshake. That's the one. Hey, right, let's go to war. Or whatever. I don't know. That's fine. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So now we'll kind of get into um, modern masonry. Actually, we kind of already got into modern masonry. Now I'm thinking about it. Um, the moderns. Yeah. So they basically formed in the 18, uh, late 17th century, early 18th century, highborn revolutionary thinkers and such. Um, so they were more about. Uh, geometry and science and and things of that nature rather than uh, centered around God. God was always still there. They referred to him as the grand architect. But they were like theoretical philosophers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So some of the famous, uh, some of the famous ones or one of the famous ones at that time who started out wasn't a Mason and then he kind of went into it was Sir Isaac Newton. He is an unofficial entered apprentice. So he's not a Mason. Everybody refers to him as a freaking Mason, but he wasn't. What an degree actual was Mason. he? Yeah, he he was a garbage <laughs> degree. He was a he was a wannabe. He didn't pass third. He was a wannabe degree. He didn't but pass third degree. The official entered meeting. He's not a Mason. Like everyone, I think it's probably more people wanted him to be associated with the Masons. But what's so what's funny is there's multiple instances of him going into uh, the Grand Lodge. And there's multiple instances of him knowing things that Masons know that weren't like general knowledge. Knowledge, hmm, like maybe he was. Like for example, the lion's paw handshake. Oh. That that was that was one of the things that he was known with. Um, I feel like that handshake is more like. Were I a Ninja Turtle, this is how I would shake your head. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the it's got to be the dumbest That's thing. Like really thought what they would have called it. Back then, but the Ninja Give me the were, Ninja uh, Turtle handshake. They were. Yeah. <laughs> um, they didn't even have sewers back then. Fuck. Uh, let's see. So the original uh, guy that established the Grand Lodge of London was Jean de Solier. Well, they probably did. Uh, he was a uh, French revolutionary and not liked at all by um, Jesus, Louis. <laughs> come on, man. You're going to knock your fucking self out. So he was not liked by by the pulpacy at all. Um, they actually tried to kill him multiple times. <laughs> tried to kill him multiple times. Pulpacy? The Pope? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Pulpacy. Pulpacy? Is it pulpacy or Pope? I don't know. Pulpit? I thought it was pulpit. 
I might be wrong. Don't fact check me. Don't don't at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's there you are. Um, fast forward seventeen seventies. Founding fathers would meet at the Green Dragon uh, pub and drink. As we will do right now in celebration. They also, there was a lodge that would meet at the Tun Tavern in Pennsylvania. I did not see that one. Yeah. So do you, do you, do you guys know tips. The, the, the beautiful <laughs> thing about the Tun Tavern? Hmm. Here, pour me a shot so I can drink this. The Tun Tavern mm, mm, is... Mm, mm, mm. Oh, oh my is. God, dude. <laughs> the Tun Tavern we is... Need to okay, too much. Awesome. I said a shot. Fuck. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> Um, the Tun Tavern is the birthplace of the Marine Corps. Yacht, kill, Semper reenlist, Rhino, kill shit. Dink. Tum Demet. Yeah, man. Oh hell yeah! Again, uh, for those that are wondering, take drink breaks. <laughs> okay, that one was really smooth, but I spilled it all over my face. Language. So those that are wondering, we are actually <clears throat> drinking oh, Glen Roths. Uh, the Glen Roths, this is, uh, one that was double barreled. It was put originally in, uh, <laughs> you okay? It was, it was put into <laughs> bourbon casks. So this was a uh, double barrel that was put into bourbon casks for its final cask. It's, I'll get into uh... that later. This is the one that we'll be drinking, not the one that we'll be reviewing. I have multiple whiskeys. So the founding fathers, 1770 were meeting, uh, took them like, like what, two, three years before the tea party. Uh, so they were planning this shit for a long time. They ended up dressing up as uh, Indians because they knew that, you know, right. fuck those guys, right? Apparently they were the bad guys of the time. One of them. One, one, of, one of them. They were the disenfranchised my, minority that actually was a majority that, that we just said, fuck them. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. We got guns in the wheel and Word. domesticated horses, so. Yeah, we win. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they dressed up, Boston Tea Party. If you don't know what that is, I feel bad for your parents. Um, later on, uh, some famous Masons were very uh, influential during the uh, Revolutionary War. Yeah, the Revolutionary War. What was I, I was about to say the Civil War. One of those was uh, Baron von Steuben from uh, Bavaria, at the time Bavaria. Um and then another one was the Marquis de Lafayette. Uh, Steuben was influential in Valley Forge, helping with rations, helping with um, basically keeping the troops alive. Uh, and then you have the uh, Marquis de Lafayette, which was basically one of the key roles in Georgetown. Um, he led every, he basically led everybody into battle. He was the guy. Cool. Um, oh yeah. Now. America, French allies. Now, these guys, after the after the signing of the Declaration of Independence, which there was thirteen, I want to say, Freemasons, uh, nine of which were openly Freemasons, and four of them were not, but they were confirmed later. Um, after that, they basically rose to power, and they were the shit. They were the shit. Everybody everywhere knew that the Masons... They ran shit. They, they were there. Well, if you look back through, <laughs> through the history, even you look at our Constitution, it has, like, the tenets of Freemasonry, a lot of them, the, the, the equality among men, the being able to overthrow 
your rulers if necessary um yeah and all of things that, like that all of that came from freemasonry and it's in our our constitution and like, so and all of that was by design a lot of that had to do with um jefferson washington and franklin were super 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 influential uh when it came to that in fact um one of the biggest things that uh ben franklin did was he ended up changing self-evident so it was it it originally was um divinely present in uh, divinely present or um uh sacred uh sacred and undeniable or something like that it was originally something like that and then franklin said no it needs to it doesn't need to be centered around god it needs to be centered around humanistic point of views uh we understand and accept god but this is more than just that you know that, right. it's not bringing religion into this this is how do we yeah. treat each other right and that was another big freemasonry thing was keeping religion out of it yeah nobody a, a religion was always part of it but it was not a right, right. Nobody, nobody cared right. what religion Which religion it was yeah nobody cared what religion you were that's why they outlined god but they don't wanted to make it yeah that's why they outlined god but they don't actually like so they what they say state which one it's it a is. higher power or something right. yeah, yeah that's why they yeah. refer to him as the divine architect and and such like that son of a bitch like why can't I find stupid one yeah, of the things it. about ben franklin was so he was the guy that went over to france and 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 made that allegiance with france to help us actually win the revolutionary war yes like that's so he went over there and supposedly some of his it was the freemason connections that he had is what was able to get him the audience oh yeah to then be able to make the deals and get france to come help us i have somewhere in here so, so masonry on that one specifically right. about that. Yeah. So Ben Franklin was part of, uh, when he was there, it is cool. Uh, so Ben Franklin was initiated into the Freemasons in France. Um, he was actually initiated into France's, uh, the lodge of the nine sisters or the law, uh, lodge of the nine muses. So it's kind of interesting that they have the nine sisters that shows up later on in symbolism shit that I have out in there that I forgot to bring in because I'm dumb because I'm dumb. Um, but one of the other major things, another major free thinker, uh, if you don't know who Voltaire is, Voltaire is one of the, <laughs> one of the most influential, uh, enlightened philosophers of, I would say any age of, of any age ever. Um, humanitarian, uh, uh humanitarianism, egalitarianism, altruism, that's Voltaire. That's Voltaire. He came, he basically wrote the book on how people should be treating people and how we should leave things better than we found them um, and leave religion out of it. That was Voltaire's thing. Um, incredibly, it, like this dude was way smarter than anybody that has been for a very, very long time. Um, I don't know. Dude, that's smart. I'm actually really fucking I smart. I love soup. <laughs> <laughs> God, I did. The <laughs> listeners are like, "What the fuck is going on?" Listen, man, they're like, "You're so fucking." We'll get to dumb. it. Time. Um, awesome story. Yeah. So uh, basically, they were the shit until uh, 1860s. Uh, they had to. Mm, where the hell was the Morgan murder? That was in the um, 1800s, right? 1800s. Yeah, it was in the 1800s. So Freemasons are rocking and rolling, doing their thing. They end up, uh, they end up calling it the Morgan affair. Uh, so, uh, 
something Morgan. What was his name? William. William, William Morgan. Morgan. So William Morgan was kind yeah. of known as the town drunk. He was also uh, a part of the Freemasons at the time and was apparently very high up, but was not really. We didn't. I, I didn't quite. He had catch high degrees, where, but yeah. he didn't. To my understanding, he was had the higher degrees because he'd done things with the Masons. Yeah. But he wasn't like holding any positions within yeah. the lodge. So apparently he ended up becoming uh, mad at Freemasons and uh, was going to expose. This is all hearsay because there's no actual documentation of it. It's realistically just. I'm going to go get another drink. Keep going. All right. Um, <laughs> so not really a whole lot of documentation on it um, because of, of course they didn't want documentation of a coup to freaking kill William Morgan, right? Uh, the town drunk that wouldn't look very good for the history yeah. books. If you're gonna fucking kill somebody, don't write it down. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Write <laughs> I'll write on the third of March. But um, yeah, William Morgan. There we go. He cool. was eighteen twenty six. Uh, the thing I found about him is that he, yep, he was the one. He infiltrated. He um, and he was coming out wanting to um, publish a book, mm-hmm. and um, his. A friend of his who was, um, real quick, let me find his name so I don't mess this up. Where is it? Miller. So he was friends with Miller and Miller had a, had a, uh, business and his business was that he ran a paper mill that he produced the newspaper for the town. And back in that time, I mean, the newspaper back in the town was the only way of information um, getting things out to the public, you know, of, of things that were going on in po- politics, high place, whatever was going. It's the new news today. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. So, like, um, we're in the information age, you know, now where fucking we can go on our phone and find anything. But so what ended up happening was leading up to his, uh, inevitable murder. Um, he was talking about, he was going to end up printing off this book that would reveal a bunch of stuff about the secret society. He had a friend that was alleged murder. I know, I know alleged murder. He moved to Canada or fucking something. He's living whatever. I don't, I don't know. Still alive. Still alive to this day. Him and Hitler are fucking rubbing elbows now. Along with the goddamn uh, Zeta. 350 years old. Oh, Zeta? Let's go. Fuck yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, man. They found the Philosopher's Stone like Isaac Newton was looking for. He's fucking living it up. I believe Nicholas Flamel was a Freemason. I don't know him. Just uh, the Philosopher's Stone and Harry Potter. The dude that made the Philosopher's Stone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. My, My friend... Uh, who is way too into Harry Potter is loving you right now. Like she's rubbing one out as we speak. Um, it makes two of us. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Miller owned a uh, paper mill and a um, printing press. He was going to use that so that he could bring it out. Miller, the, yeah, yeah. The printing press ended up getting destroyed. Right, by a group of Freemasons. By a group confirmed of Freemasons. They yeah. went to trial and literally nobody showed up. Like, li- nobody showed up. The trial was scheduled. Okay. Nobody was there except for the jury. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody forgot the fucking date. Well, so one of the things about <laughs> Freemasonry is that you you cannot try, if you're like a judge or something, you cannot try another Freemason. I know. So chances are the judge was oh, a Freemason. Was absolutely. Like, you know who ran the jail system I must there. recuse myself. 
and uh, the sheriff and the sheriff he was Freemason Freemason. yeah all that stuff so that was after the fact so look so you had you had Morgan Morgan uh he he was a Freemason he moved on up he put as much time in as he needed to try and figure out um whatever it is he wanted to come out and publish and a lot of that uh, as far as what I found it goes over like cryptic ceremonies and induction rituals and stuff yeah the book wasn't actually a lot of that stuff was kind of like disclosed yeah and as you went up and you moved on up it rituals changed from yeah it was a you don't know until i tell you kind of kind of system and um so anyway uh 1826 he was actually jailed for defaulting on a tab two dollars and sixty cents i love that there's an actual like his bar tab still open that fucker (laughs) (laughs) Um, How many drinks do you think that was? Oh, that had to have been. I uh, mean, if he was a drunk and like, like, like what are we know. comparing to? Are we comparing to what we're is drinking $2 right and now? Sixty cents? No, like oh. two dollars and sixty cents <laughs> in eighteen sixty. Like, what's that? Two hundred and twenty dollars now? Or like, Dude, they had talking? to. So he got a. Just like, you figure he, five cents a drink. You said yeah, he he got he got clothes right. This is what his whatever whatever he had to owe back. Whatever debt he was accused of was two dollars and sixty-five cents, right? Two dollars and sixty. Sixty, whatever. He ended up getting like dress shirt, ties, clothes, whatever things like this. Like, how much do you think? Like today, that's like three hundred bucks. It's like four hundred bucks for nicer stuff. I mean, for night, you, you, you shop for, at J.C. Penney. No, nope. top, top of the line. We're gonna start with the bargain shopping first, and then we're gonna go on up. Shop you know across. <laughs> so I so bought my clothes off the ground. I get, I get my, you buy all my suits at Burlington Coat Factory. I buy all my suits yeah. at the dumpster. <laughs> you don't have any suits. <laughs> I have a lot of suits. I'm I'm like suit like Bar- I'm like, like Barney from uh, I'm like Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, except far less gay and far less handsome. And Neil Patrick Har- Harris is taller too. Oh my God, a man among men. Men yeah. among men. Definitely, and, uh, definitely on my hall pass up. list. Okay. But definitely going back on to my Morgan, hall pass Morgan, list. He, he, he was teasing the public with this information that he had. And this is what made it to where, you know, the Freemasons, you know, had to kind so of do interject. You, do you think guy. he was so drunk when he was doing this? I mean, he, he's okay. I if he, don't, if he's known as a drunk, he's doing these things that he's writing this book or whatever. Mm-hmm. You think he's getting drunk and like sitting at the bar, like talking shit in front of. Other people who may or may not be free. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, if you take just, we'll take a, an arbitrary number that we know would be pretty close to it. You figure five cents per drink. Well, they, they, we still got nickel beers, so that's reasonable, right? So, five five cents a drink. Honestly, I I bet that it would be anywhere between a penny to five cents a drink. Okay, right? Five cents, and you have a two two dollar and sixty. That's a Fucking, that's a bar tab, bro. If I did that shit, I would be, my knees would be broken at Frogger's. Like, <laughs> like I got my girl kiss at the Apopka Frogger's, but she would fucking end me. I would be getting a fucking necktie. All right, so, so he's drunk. He's so it wasn't arbitrary. The Masons, uh, I didn't catch who they were that were, I, I'm sure it's there. I just, I'm lazy. He has their names. If I you have want the names them. here, yeah. Uh, while he's doing that, so they so they ended up going in. They did not bail him out. They literally. So it's it's stated in the trial. It's stated in the trial that they bailed him out, but there's no documentation at all of anybody receiving any money anywhere. It's not mentioned in the trial. It's not mentioned anywhere. Okay. So 
essentially they stole him out of jail. He was drunk. They jailbroke him. That motherfucker was like, my boys brought him into the uh, carriage, started going away. And the last thing apparently that he said was murder, murder. Yep, with a fucking bag over his head. With a bag over his head. By an a by a witness. Okay, so now, do, you, do you think this was Freemason conspiracy? What do you think? I think Let's talk this, about this was one right now. so I think that was um I, I don't think the rituals I think the rituals and bullshit are are meaningless on that aspect. I think what he actually would have been revealing that would have been detrimental would be some of the figures because at that point a lot of the higher figures were not known. A lot of the political figures were not known. They didn't they weren't completely out as Freemasons. I mean, four of the thirteen so that's not something I thought about before. Four of the three uh four of the thirteen Freemasons did not even elect to tell anybody that they were Freemasons. That had to have been that was gone through there was a reason for that. Freemason records. Well so here here's a thought because there was a time uh, you said the the Freemasons and the, the Catholic Church didn't get along, right? So there was a time frame where the Catholic Church forbid Catholics from being Freemasons. That is one of my next, that's and, one of my next points. But the Freemasons never did, like, they never did vice versa or whatever. They never said, you're Catholic, you can't be a Freemason. So it's possible that some of them were Catholic that didn't want to be known as Freemasons. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I hadn't thought about that until... So you said that they, it's they huge, and they had they still had a lot of freaking pull around the world. I have the name of the guy who ran the the, the sheriff, the ran the jail. No, who ran the kidnapping uh, situation? It was uh, Lawton Lawson. Lawton, who was Lawton Lawson? Yes, Lawton Lawson. Lawton Lawson was, was known he the for, law in town. He was um, a bad motherfucker. So I'm he was a bad dude. Lawton Lawson, the lawman. Well, his rep. His <laughs> alliteration aside, what are your thoughts? His uh, uh, no, that's going to be my new warm up. Lawson Lawson, the lawman. Yeah, if, was lawlessly lolling, lollygagging. If you. <laughs> <laughs> We she takes a hold. Much. She takes a hold. Yes. But if you were to imagine who uh, this guy was, he was he was in the Freemasons, and he was um, in a I don't know what position degree he power. was, but he was definitely in a position of power, and he um, was his reputation um, described him as um, a kidnapper. That he was known for kidnapping people and taking people out of sight, and they were just never seen again. Um, took him to Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's where but, everybody uh, disappeared. But yeah, that that that's the guy that ran the uh, the scheme. Cool. So uh, to give you kind of background uh, behind the Freemasons, they fucking and, killed them, bro. I don't think they I'm did. Sorry, they killed that guy. I, I honestly don't think they did. What do you think they're gonna do? The guy was about to publish something that was exposing things that were not supposed to be exposed, and so they took a guy out of jail. They put a bag over his head. Put him into a carriage, and the guy was never seen again. Uh, I'm know. thinking more re-education through labor. Oh, you think they put him? Or in how about place? just kill yes, the I fucking do. guy? <laughs> I had never even considered that. Uh, no, nah, dude. Cause he had information. Did we have? How else are you going to control? We've had labor camps for as long as there have been. There have been men. Yeah. No, I mean I get it, but like it's not. 
something you ever really think about. I mean, we still had slaves at that point. What would be the worst punishment for a white man of that period to be? Be lumped in with slaves and meh. You're social. You're socially fucked. I like where you're going. I it's 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 a thought. It's a thought that I haven't seen, but mm-hmm. I I like that aspect of it because you're socially humiliating him completely. Um, you are taking all of his morality away from him. Um, but anyway, so I'm gonna go on with the uh... real quick before we leave this one. Do you think it was? Like just that particular lodge that said, hey, stop this? Or do you think it was a greater Freemason conspiracy? Like it came from higher up or something? I think that it came from that lodge or could it by proxy like seven or eight dudes in that lodge that were like i think this noise I think that it came from I think that it came from that lodge specifically, but I think that it was known by a lot of higher up masons um because this wasn't the thirty third um degree was not. A thing, a thing at yeah. this point. So kind of going back to uh, the history and part of the reason why I think that a lot of people were not, uh, they didn't want to be known. If you go back, uh, the Masons have a strong tie to the uh, Knights Templar. Well, they say that the Knights Templar actually created so this is, these secret societies that created. So the that's Illuminati. what they it like was. They say that that was like the gateway drug to starting all this shit. I, okay, I'm skeptical about that one, but carry, carry on. So here's he, when I say a strong tie to it. I mean they have their origins based on. Uh, I mean they have their origins originally based back even farther than the original stonemasons to the Knights Templar. Not like directly connected like the Knights Templar are the Masons, the Masons are the Knights Templar. Like not that kind of thing. So if you look back into the Knights Templar, they were decreed do some really awful shit but also do some really amazing stuff. So they were uh, essentially the first banking system. They were. Right? So, but like even like the Knights Templar originally started and they were basically like the Pope private army. Yes. Once they got going. And then they were, there was some French guy that, uh, a French Louis the something or other, I think. Yeah, King Louis the, King Louis the 14th. Um, and that was on. Yeah, he, he basically decided he didn't like the fact that the Templars had all these riches and influence and had no, no reason. Like the Pope gave them free reign to travel between countries and weren't subject to anybody's laws except the Catholic churches. And so. <laughs> yes. King Louis was like, um, fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. Round up as many as you can and fucking burn them. So I have, I have, <laughs> yeah, I have a little bit on that as well. So the Knights Templar originally were the Pope's, essentially, their his, his, his strong Corps. hand. They were his, his strong Marine hand. Yeah. Um, and he was, he, uh, they were charged with going and finding God's glory and finding treasures and, and spreading the name of God and, uh, slaying infidels and oh, it was supposed to be protecting the Christian the faith pilgrimage, the pro pilgrims that were on their pilgrimage. Yeah. So, um, and they were known for like taking over towns going on and just taking yeah, over. Yeah. Towns, over that, towns. That's what it came into. They were only around for like 200 years. Yeah. Not, they weren't around for a very long time. Um, but eventually they were end up, uh, they were accused of being, um, Satan worshipers or, uh, worshipers, of a guy that they, King Louis ended up naming, and there's essentially no actual reference to this name prior to that. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Baphomet. Yeah. So, 
they were charged with um, being heretics, uh, and they would have Baphomet statues, and this was something that was claimed by King Louis the Fourteenth, claimed that they had uh, Baphomet, uh, a head of a goat with uh, a child and a skull at the base, with. Uh, a phallic symbol like a torch between the horns and like <laughs> imagine if you had a flaming dick <laughs> on your forehead oh god <laughs> flaming do you flaming dick <laughs> like moves it just, it just fucking what is on your head <laughs> sorry i can't take you serious yeah, and i can't shake my head because it's gonna move because <laughs> it hits me in the face every time i look at so they were charged Fuck. with that and not, uh, obviously like nobody likes uh somebody who's worshiping a flaming dick goat okay, so this baphomet dude from what I was able to find, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to it. Okay, I go swear ahead. to God, I'm going to get to it. So uh, any earlier than that, there actually was a um, there was a note that was written by a uh, that was written by one of the Templars. Now, it doesn't refer to Baphomet, but it actually does refer to uh, Muhammad, Muhammad. Now, this was off the heels of them, uh, off the heels of the Crusades. Okay. Now, who were they going against in the Crusades? The Muslims. The Muslims who were worshiping, who were seen, who was seen as a false god, Muhammad. Mm -hmm. So they draw that that was basically a bastardization of Muhammad because people say things wrong and shit. Um, anyway, so they said they were worshiping Baphomet. Baphomet was not known in demiology for that time period. Um, and then on Friday the 13th, uh, what was it? Friday, the, I want to say it was Friday the 13th, so, 1707. You, you said that mentioned that Muhammad. Mm -hmm. um, Muhammad. Do you guys ever remember watching uh, the movie Constantine? Yeah. Like it was a comic book series and shit too. Yes. They're coming out with a second one. What was I? Oh, thank God! I love that. Movie. <laughs> no, Keanu's doing another one. Hell yeah! It was um, awesome. What was the name of Satan's son in that movie? Oh shit! It started with an M, didn't it? If you want me to look this up, I'll look this up. Yeah, look it up real quick. I'll look it up real quick. I, I just I Muhammad in that. I was like, shit, that sounds really familiar. Yeah. Besides Muhammad, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically what they what they were charged with is. So at that time, though. Like contextually, that time period, if you didn't like someone or a group of people, like that's what you did is charge them with blasphemy and oh yes. and devil worship. Like uh, yeah. that's exact like that's how you made people not like you. Yeah, and it's it just accuse them of shit that no one can really prove. Yeah, and it happened it happened a lot. So King Louis the Fourteenth ended up uh ended up uh freaking getting them and it was god dang it i have it somewhere around here it was freaking like 50 something 50 plus i want to say like 57 knights templars were rounded up oh no it was way fucking more than that well there was there was more of them but i want to say that's the number that were like they did a morning raid and caught and then like so it was it was on fire it was so it was 19 people on that it was 19 um on Friday the 13th, something 07, something 07. Anyway, um, at that time, then they had, uh, during, this was during the Inquisition, uh, Inquisition, 
they uh, had 231 Knights Templar that were being inquisitioned. Of those Knights Templar, 12 of them admitted to having uh, admitted to having Baphomet in their temples, in their lodge, in their meeting places. So, however... Again, the Inquisition, where you're being tortured yes. for the truth. So now here's what. <laughs> so here's what's really interesting. Please out don't of cut it. my dick off. Yeah, he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what's really interesting is literally of those twelve, none of them agreed on anything. He was made of stone. He was made of metal. He was made of uh, wood. There was a baby. There wasn't a baby. There the was a skull. You, there wasn't a skull. Actually, you're wrong. There were, all, they all agreed. That he had a flaming dick for it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nobody agreed. Nobody, <laughs> nobody agreed on that. And uh, that ends up bringing me to uh, the Baphomet that we know. Bite. The Baphomet that we know and love today. This is Demet's favorite character of this whole. Thing. So Baph the it. Baphomet that we know and love today was actually created in 1856, well beyond uh, the freaking Knights Templar, and it was by and I'm gonna screw this name up royally. Some French fuck by Elifius Levy, um, and he created what was known as the sabbatic goat or the sabbatical goat, um, and that was where you get the "as above is below" mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. symbolism, where, where you have hand up, right hand down, where you have uh, solve and uh, coagula, which is dissolve and coagulate, um, and. Of course, if you're trying, like you said, if you're trying to fuck with anybody around that time period, just say that they don't worship God. Not that they worship anybody else. Literally, just that they don't worship God. Right. That's that's all you had to do. And they're dead. If you're not, they're a Christian, dead. You pretty much. You're dead. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> um. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, the Baphomet thing. I don't put anything into the Baphomet thing. I I I really don't. The pentagram. The anything. It. I think that it was just a. You think it's a? You think it? I think uh, it was. Is I think part it was, of Freemasonry today. Or? I think maybe it might be part of Freemasonry today, but yeah, uh, uh, at a certain level, its origins are what's questionable. Like I think someone made it up, and it had nothing to do with any of that at, mm -hmm. at when it first became, and now it just happens. To yeah, so I think that it was. It's used in religion. Yeah, so I think that it was. I think it was uh, false information to begin with, and it was just false information that continually was passed down. Um, which kind of ends up bringing me into I mean, the, it's uh, known that the Catholic Church has has just made shit up like when it's been convenient, convenient. to them or yep. or taken other religions or or symbolism and integrated in their own just oh yeah the Wiccans pagans uh, Odin like, that's not unknown to us so I don't see why it would be any different super yeah else. it's it's super common um, anyway that ends up bringing me into the 1860s where a man named Albert Pike ended up basically becoming the absolute best PR guy of all time. That's your boy there, D. That's my boy. Yeah, so this motherfucker was the absolute best PR guy of all time because he essentially reinvented the Masons. Uh, he kind of aired dirty laundry, quote-unquote, stuff that people were suspicious of but didn't know, and he just essentially said, yeah, sure, we had this going on. Racism, devil-worshipping, uh... Well, he was a racist. Uh, he was okay. I have a quote that will completely. I hope will change. What? Well, who from him? Yes. Interesting. Yes. It's uh, from him. It's hey, from him. It's from him. Battle. 
It's from it's from him. He can say anything he wants. Come on, let's get it on. It's so and and take the quote from him. That's this is good. So so okay, we can take it. My opinion. I'd mentioned this when DMAT and I did the original V one of this was we can't really presume to understand the mindset of of anyone on any subject hundreds of years ago. Mm -hmm. Like we weren't raised in that society. We weren't. We don't have the same moral code. We don't have the same schooling. We don't have any of that that yeah. that, that would make us think in the same mindset that they would. So I can't I can't provide full context behind it because there's not there's been claims that he was the one that wrote the rites of passage and things to do with the KKK. Uh, there's no actual like physical evidence mm-hmm. of that anywhere like nobody has actually been it's all just been speculative because he was a brigadier general for the confederate army so and we've always been told that you know the confederates were the racist assholes and you know whether that's true or not i don't know i personally agree with it um i mean but i also believe that there's Nuance in everything. I don't think everybody exactly. in the Confederate Army exactly. There's was racist. Everything. Exactly. Like, as a general rule, yes, they wanted to continue slavery. Yes. Which is pretty racist in and of itself. Yeah, vested interest. They have vested interest. But I also believe that there are people that are in the Army or in the Navy or in the Marines or in the whatever that they don't give two fucks who they are fighting as long as their morals are diametrically opposed to what you believe in right um wrong is wrong is wrong Sometimes no matter who you, you what you believe in be in the military and be told to fight and you'll just go fight and you're like give a shit what you fight for yeah yeah so, so he was a uh brigadier general so a lot of people bring that up to, so that he was part of the uh brotherhood and was not about not about black people uh, uh albert pike doesn't like black people in the words of kanye <laughs> <laughs> and the words of Yeezy. <laughs> did you vote for him? No, I'm just kidding. Hey, Kanye. <laughs> I did. I voted for Yeezy. Uh, Gosh. 2020. What kind of soundtrack would he drop if he was president? Holy cow. Because I'm living <laughs> with a gay fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a gay fish. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, Obama was president and they dropped that, that parody, Baraka Flock of Flame? <laughs> Oh yeah, that was the greatest. The president of these United motherfucking states, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So that's hilarious. Uh, any anyway, he ended up writing uh, morals and dogma, which was basically uh, all of uh, the masonry, dirty secrets, and how handshakes mm-hmm. and how what's how everything was. Yep. And he outlined the rights. He ended up he was the one that came up with the Scottish it's rights. The third clear as day that he revamped. Hundred percent, and he outright he yeah. outright states that he was the one that did it. Yep, uh, it was not controversial at all. Everybody knew that, and he was the goddamn three hundred pound, six foot eight wizard. He looked he, amazing. He did look like a wizard. I was very, I'm very he, jealous. He was very much a cross between Hagrid and Dumbledore. He had the Merlin ticket locked down. The fucking man. Uh, anyway, so he came up oh, with wait, that. real quick yep yeah so if he this wizard thing got my brain spinning please if he quote unquote started the kkk do you think that's where the grand wizards came from was this motherfucker 
No? 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 Looking like a wizard and being a wizard are two completely different things. He'd be the wor world's worst fucking wizard ever. He can't even make a fucking coin disappear and reappear behind my ear. Uh, Garbage. Useless. According to Steven, he can summon demons from his wristwatch. Yeah. What? Yeah, and he wears a Baphomet necklace. <laughs> That's where he gets his powers okay. from. Well, I mean, no. there's only photographs of this stuff. I don't. I there is there's you, there's only photographs of it. So I'll you, have to see it. You so didn't, you didn't tell me about the wristwatch summoning thing last time. So I'm going to need you to elaborate. Absolutely. Okay. So he would summon. Well, well, Go ahead. Let me let me get on. <laughs> let me get on. So obviously we said that we can't assume anybody's nature just by virtue of being born in a certain time area, right? Right. Um. So things like Thomas Jefferson uh, owned slaves. He did some terrible stuff but he also was very very influential when it comes to uh the free world like his ideas towards that were objectively morally superior right um, <laughs> i knew i was gonna do it, it wasn't uh, me this time. so one of the uh a uh, direct quote by him uh when he was asked uh um, what he thought about the kkk he said he thought that they were unorganized and would not flourish due to their unorganized and morally uh, diffuse, I think is the word he used, behavior. Okay, so, so to that, he ended up also responding, and this was a direct quote, was, uh, what, would, what would you do? He said, we would unite all white men who are opposed to the Negro suffrage into one great order of Southern Brotherhood whose very existence should be concealed for all but its members. Now, so that sounds like to me, the way that I read that is men who are against the suffrage of the black men. Okay, so suffrage, we, we're... Can now, you, can you look up the word suffrage? Because to me... So we can go that, towards the suffrage or the towards like more like the suffragettes. So that kind of... Yeah, it, so the word suffrage and suffering is two different things. So, so if we look up to me, that, that quote makes him sound like a complete racist. Oh, it actually is good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> the, the suffrage of the Negroes being the fact that they want to stop. Oh, I'm absolutely wrong. I'm 100% wrong. He's a racist. Yes, yeah, totally racist. 100% racist. <laughs> Myth busted. Myth busted. I'm wrong. Don't be like me. Do your fucking research. Okay. All right. But, so we got that one. Now so, absolute racist. Tell about this but other than that, but a few other things I found that just um, kind of leads towards the whole Satanism thing. Satan, do it. <laughs> do it. Because um, I, I, got, I got a little rebutting to do for you. Oh, uh, so real you, quick before we get into that. So uh, another thing that I had written down here was uh, he ended up talking about Lucifer. I don't have the direct quote. Uh, he talked about Lucifer. Now, Lucifer was also known as the Morning Star. Mm -hmm. Correct. So this is where we were going. Yeah. So if we're talking about the Morning Star, the then it doesn't say I don't have the quote. I'm going to find it. I'll, I'll pull it up real he quick. He does. Steve Metz got it. Yeah. Do you? Stand by. My so man. He read it. My man. But I have rebuts to this because I think it's horseshit. So doesn't Manly P. Hall, he's another guy who I have some quotes from that um, he goes off of the book and he was a 33rd degree Mason and he goes off of Pike's book and 
he's, morals he's, and dogma. Yeah, he's got a, a couple of other um, scriptures that I can cover. Okay, this here. is the only one. I only have one that I'm rebutting. Uh, <laughs> let me find it, dude. So much stuff. Um, Did you lose it? Stand by. Hit the music. There's so much. I got eight pages here, so. Okay. All right, we're back. Let's go. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Um, yeah, so I got that quote here from Pike and, uh, <laughs> Louis just fucking such a pussy when it comes to liquor. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> All right. <laughs> that was, uh, God, that was a fucking bitch move. What the fuck? But it's, I don't know. The scotch is like fucking see-through, dude. I don't know what the fuck that was. It's very clear filtered scotch. It's actually quite delicious. I'm just. Delizard. It's delizard. It's the lizard. It's the, it's the most. It's the best. It's the best. We like brothers. Dude, we need Nacho Libre on the fucking podcast. I can. I, I, so, oh anyways, um, I couldn't even swallow my whiskey from you guys being bitches. It was amazing. <laughs> this All is right. fantastic. I have a. Uh, this is a quote from Pike's book, um, uh, the Dogma book he wrote, Morals and Dogma. Yeah, and this is out of context, but we're gonna we're gonna read this. I found it interesting because it it's um, we're gonna go. So uh, Pike states this uh, about light seekers in his book, and it's, quote, Lucifer, the light bearer, strange and mysterious name to give to the spirits of darkness. Lucifer, the son of the morning. This is where you reference. Yeah. Uh, is it he who bears the light and with its splendors, intolerable blinds, feeble, sensual or selfish souls? Doubt it not. Boom. I feel like I feel like we're in a coffee shop. I love how you were like, yeah, yeah. we're not. <laughs> okay. oh, no, it, no, 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 no. Is it him that brings okay, the so light? What does that? Quote, I had to. Uh, what does that? People quote have to say? know if it's a question mark or an exclamation. Is point. it him that brings the light? <laughs> I must. So, what do you find think about on the wind? this? Someone tell me. You know, this guy mentions Lucifer in his book, not only in this um, quote that several I other here, but several other times. Uh, again. This is taken directly from the passage, and uh, we have an interjection. Louis, go. I don't want to interrupt you. You don't. So, That's fine. Thank you for raising your hand. To me, that quote, even even out of context, it's mm-hmm. stating, it's just describing the name Lucifer. He's just telling you what the name says. And even at the end of it, it he's saying that, doubt it not. Doubt it not that he, that Lucifer is... What was it? Only only fools? Is that what it says? Say it again. Oh, Period. so it says, uh, is it he who bears the light and worth its splendors, intolerable blinds, feeble, sensual, or selfish souls? Doubt right. it not. The feeble, sensual, and selfish souls. Basically, right. he's blinding them, pulling the wool over their eyes, making them not be able to see those types of people, the feeble, mm-hmm. sensual, and selfish souls. So, so the, I have the, the weak in, right. in their faith. I, yeah, I, absolutely. I hear you. But um, cool. if you want to take it in context, so even if you think that he's telling you to worship Lucifer in that particular quote, like here's the the beginning of the paragraph before that, like mm-hmm. literally the sentence before. The apocalypse is to those who receive the 19th degree, the apothesis of that sublime faith, which aspires to God alone and despises all of the pomps and works of Lucifer. 
So literally in the sentence before, he's saying, "Fuck you, that guy." Yeah, fuck that guy. If you've reached this nineteenth degree, like fuck Lucifer, you only believe in in God. Mm-hmm. Like all of your stuff is to God. So I have a, another um, quote here out of his book, um, and it says uh, that which we must say to the crowd is, "We worship a God." But is it the God that one adores without superstition? To you, sovereign grand inspection inspectors, general, we say this, that you repeat it to the brethren of the 32nd, the 31st, and the 30th degrees. The Masonic religion should be by all of us initiates of the higher degrees, maintained in the purity of the Luciferian doctrine. If Lucifer were not God, would Adonai, Adonai means Jesus, calumniate him, question mark, dot, 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 yes, Lucifer is God. So I found this, and this only brings curiosity. That one is very curious. I've seen that. Yeah, that one's kind of interesting. So So I've seen that quote. Take it as it is. Well, I've seen that quote before, and, Uh and if you were to extend... If you were to extend one way or the other, it doesn't seem like it, it seems like that was like almost like a question like, hey, uh, Albert, quick, quick little question. Uh, what about Lucifer? Like, I'm at 33rd degree. Like, what's the fucking deal here? And it's very abrupt the way that it comes out. Like, it's not. How about there the ending? The ending. Context that he wraps it's it. really, it's weird. So one of the things about Albert Pike is that he was a genius. And when he wrote that particular book. How many languages did he know? He knew 16, 16, bro. 16, 16 languages, so, dude. But he wrote he to Harvard as well. Supposedly when he wrote that book, he wrote it at such a level. Like mm-hmm. it's not an easy read. But he, that he almost assumed that you knew a little bit about Latin and like all these higher learning things. So... He probably he was probably thinking on a whole nother level, but even even take the quote as it is. I was thinking about this on the drive here about him and Lucifer. If you, I don't know a whole lot about Luciferians or Lucifer and Satan or the different levels of hell and all this other this Christian yeah mythology for lack of a better word. But like Lucifer and Satan, there there is a like a demarcation line. Right. Yes. Like, what does that mean? He was, uh, Lucifer is not Satan, but Lucifer became Satan. Satan. Yeah. So, like, before he was Satan, he but wasn't. That, he wasn't a bad guy. Like, he wasn't. Lucifer so was just an archangel. And what? What information are we getting this from the Bible? Because the Bible does state all three of his names. So, so Lucifer was, is originally stated as one of God's children. He is initially just another angel but he, he was different he wasn't just an another angel he was right he, but he held superiority right he did in the in the fleet he did yeah and he was seen as superior but he wasn't superior by his, he wasn't satan he was he given that yes. he was given that he was given that power he was given that right but he wasn't Satan. he had right? free will he was made yeah. as god as yeah but he was very close to god as you can get okay but he wasn't Satan yet. There was a saying, big right? delineation between and that's, Lucifer that's, and Satan. Satan does yeah. not exist. So if we're talking to about the this, culmination of hell, 
Right. That's when Satan is like, that's when he is. Mm -hmm. But it's all the same thing. It all comes from me. The origins is evil, right? So we have good God. So did God create Lucifer as evil to begin with? No, that was his decision. That's what I'm trying to say. And that came from... Uh, that came from greed and that came right. from a whole well, bunch of what other i'm trying to say is, is there is a like there's satan there's worshiping satan and then there and this is just plain devil's advocate if you will mm-hmm. <laughs> lucifer's <laughs> yeah. advocate yes yeah no. yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's there there's worshiping satan and then there's possibly worshiping lucifer where lucifer mm-hmm. is before the fall before he became evil mm-hmm. where you're worshiping the light bringer, the morning star, mm-hmm. where, as you said, he's as close as God you could be without being God, right? Mm-hmm. He was the right hand. Oh, so yeah. You're worshiping this person or this deity who has free will, who wants us to have free will, to make our own choices, to find knowledge, not just follow a specific set of rules or dogma because we were told to do it. We're to do all these think about it why are you doing that right mm-hmm. and, and again just devil's advocate then we're, because i'm not a lucifer right and, and coming from i don't really know a whole lot about them but just face value that's where i see it as, right. isn't it kind of interesting that there's a lot of there's a lot of overlay between luciferians in the idea that uh lucifer was initially all about essentially democracy right everybody is viewed as equal. Everybody has their own voice. Everybody's voice is equally present, right? And then that's also a common theme in the Knights Templar, and that's also a common theme in the Masons. Mm-hmm. It's that's that that whole democratic order of things is very present in at least two of them that I know of. I'm not 100 percent about the uh, the Luciferianism. I'll have to I'll have to look into that yeah i haven't really gone into it like i said just face value this is yeah yeah what my brain's putting together right now um cool so going on from albert pike uh the other thing that i kind of wanted to get into there's a couple of questions that i i really couldn't get that far into um outside of the phrases and the handshakes no i already got that i don't give a shit about that um one of the biggest questions that i have was how are they funded I understand that, and this might be just something that I haven't gotten a chance to go as far into as I wanted to, but as it stands, the only thing that I can really find that they are funded by is 1% of their charitable events, and because that, that's one thing that they are very big into is they are they are 99% non-profit. Super big into that. Like they, the only profit that they take is essentially to make up the cost of what they have spent to try to gain the money. Right. Right. Everything else goes to a, a litany of organizations, which is kind of funny because they're all tax write-offs. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? So one of the things that I saw, can't remember where, when. So, don't quote me. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> Favorite phrase. Yeah. Is the recent, maybe it was 2016, the Freemasons got in trouble by the ones in England. Got in trouble because they, well, I guess they gave too much to their own, like, membership kind of deal. 
where yes, they give it to hospitals. They have, you know, a, a kids foundation, all these different things, but I guess they gave too much to their own organizations, whatever other little sub organizations they have. So they got in trouble for being claiming that they are a nonprofit or a, a charitable organization yeah. on their taxes. Yeah. And they just were just giving money to their own shit. So, which I mean, I mean, to me, it makes sense. Like that's why rich people create their own foundations so they can give money to what they want it to go to. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's what all, if, if, if you know a rich person, like legit rich, not just like well off or wealthy, but like fucking rich, chances are they have a charitable foundation that they either created. It's an easy loophole or, to get into. Exactly. And it, it, let's, it literally, it's all, you can write off all of it. Yes. I can write off all of it. And that's not saying that they're not charitable, but again, their they're money not. is going where they want it to go. It's like, we are 99% charitable, asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, eh, what's that little bit at the end? Nah, we don't want to talk about that. That's... I don't need to talk about that, but it, it so it just doesn't make sense that they make. It, obviously, there's so much that go that the Freemasons put towards. Where's all of the money coming from? They don't really go like. There's not really that many charitable. Do they causes that they do? No, the only thing that so the only thing that they have right now that I've been able to find is dues. So they have membership dues, but their dues are not really that fucking crazy. It's like. I think it was like I don't I don't really want to sound that far off, but it's it's only like a hundred it's like a hundred bucks a month or something. It's not like a lot, a hundred bucks a month, and I think there's a grand total of like three so like, million or something. So like benefits for that? Well, I mean, they, <laughs> they, I don't know, but they have to do like other. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah, gonna yeah. be doing events and and different things like that. Yeah, and and I mean, because you they, they dues also, are not gonna cover dues don't cover anything like they dues are are right, it's not to pay the staff that is looking after the rest of the buildings just the maintenance staff like it doesn't even cover that shit so like my question is how are you raising so much money that you are able to give to a foundation that is uh funding people to go to college funding people that are are uh helping out with churches like how are you funding that and that is a good question. And without getting, honestly, without getting tax documents, I don't know that I would be able to get that. And those are very, very difficult to get, as we've seen in relatively recent years. I hope the sage is well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's, it's really, really difficult. And, and I wonder, because the Freemasons do give a lot of money. Like, even if you in, yeah, it don't include, like, their separate sex or sex, I don't know. I mean, if you counted as a cult you could call them sex but like the the shriners and like the other groups like where, where i don't know that's the thing i don't know where the and i'm sure it's probably i don't want to sound like that fucking crazy guy Do it. That's what with, the, with the with the with the tinfoil hat but like flaming dick on your forehead yeah i'm surprised where, i feel quiet this uh, like uh, where the fuck is the money coming from because that keeps hitting me in the face. even if you're talking like legitimately even if you're only talking one dollar to the recipients, that's still millions of dollars. It's like people don't just have that fucking money laying around. How much does it cost to maintain a 700 year old fucking building, a 1200 year old building? 
like in Scotland. How much money does it cost to maintain that shit? Probably once a year, like small or maybe a significant amount. And by significant, I mean like maybe a couple grand, but like monthly, probably not a whole lot. But then you also have staff and it's also considered, but they're also considered historical. They're also considered historical places like that's. Then they might even be getting government grants if they're considered historical. Maybe. I don't know. It just seems like it seems like there's a lot of money that goes out and not the same amount of money that comes in, which would lead me to think that either there's a stock that leads me to think there's either a stockpile of money. I got it. I know what it is. I got it. The Masons also have a motorcycle club called the Widow's Sons. No, they don't. Swear to God. There's a Widow's Sons. And that goes back to the beginning of the podcast when (laughs) we were talking about the origins of this. Hashtag look it up. How did I not know that? The Widow's Sons? They have the Widow's Sons. So there is a motorcycle club. If they're doing rides and stuff and also ferrying heroin between states and Mexico. Wait, ferrying heroin? How are you getting heroin? I'm just connecting this. This is how they're making their money. (laughs) They're drug mules. Drugs and guns between states. This is just the U.S. Obviously, the the British version is a... Grand Lodge of England. What are, the, what are um, they smuggling? Something arbitrary to us, like guns? Uh, probably just guns to the IRA. <laughs> They're transferring uh, gun stuff. In. Yeah. I don't know. This this is where the money's coming from. Lucrative businesses, right there. Motherfuckers. <laughs> My fucking head hurts right now, Louis. I never. I didn't. So I didn't know that the Widow's Sons was even like a thing. Like now they're like now they're like Knights Templar Sons of Anarchy. Like with Fucking chains and goddamn, uh, yeah, widow's sons. Look it up. I saw it in a documentary. I love that. That's a thing. I love that. That's a thing. Most of the document I watched like thirteen hours worth of documentaries. So that and by watch, I mean I mostly had it on uh, in the background while I was driving places. So so the answer to so the answer to who will help the widow's son? It's fucking El Chapo. Perhaps, perhaps the CIA is financing it all. Uh, Yeah, NSA, MSNBC. Okay. Anything else on... ABC, Google. (laughs) What was the the thing? We got all the major... What was the thing you... The alphabet. Did I text it to you or or did you send it? About what? What were we talking um, about? Fuck, I have no idea. All the major corporations... That have oh the fucking oh yeah oh yeah dude. Facebook, so there's Gmail there's yeah that's there's where the money's coming from there's all yeah. that stuff oh my man. god the Apple, the Apple Facebook App Store, right man. oh my god now come on man Google GPS Google Play Facebook How the fuck y'all gonna tell me they ain't in everything that's what I'm they saying gotta like be in everything that's They're where I'm confused at. that's where I'm confused at is you got like, anything else it's kind of cool so. And that's big. basically so that's basically all that's basically all I have is is post like 1860s we really don't have a lot of information out other than they're this humanitarian egalitarian altruistic group that is just good for the people good family fun did we put on these things and and we just raised a bunch of money for the people we're all about the people but it's so opposed to what it originally was where they were touting and just flaunting their <laughs> freaking power like everybody was like goddamn we we went to France walked in that bitch and went said 
hey, listen, we're about to fuck some people up. I need you over here real quick. I got you, bro. He's paraphrasing. That's essentially what happened. He went to the goddamn friends for like two and a half months trying to make deals with the fridge. And it worked out. It worked out good, but that's not. The I didn't same even thing. get. I didn't even get into the Illuminati. Like I'm not trying to get too far into okay. the Illuminati. I don't put. So I don't want to. I don't want to fuck with DMAT. But essentially, the Illuminati was only uh, an official group, and we can go from there. But they were only an official group for like less than ten years. It was like 1776 to 1785 or so something what like that. Found about the Illuminati was that they. It was started by a, I want to say a German. I got a whole. Yeah, it was in. It was a whole thing right here. Yeah, it was in Bavaria. A a German university professor. His name was Adam Weishop. Yeah. His specific goal in creating the Illuminati was to infiltrate the Masons, and and like, not necessarily take over, but learn all their things and use their connections and influence that was his specific goal when creating yeah they were very they were very influential when it came to localized anarchy and starting upheaval and rebellions in multiple nations however they were put on trial and essentially disbanded by the creator it was actually disbanded by the state but go ahead by the state yes 1784 you can't disband the state can't disband something that they didn't they got rid of it because it 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 was infiltrating and getting into government power government and politics and things like that yeah but because the state can't disband the freemasons who were also in government there's a lot of there's i can cover a lot there's a lot of stuff that's the thing the illuminati there's so much stuff that actually i think they they merged somehow oh yeah definitely because look you have to I always go back to this. Like, you got the two drug dealers on the street, right? Okay. Without fucking killing each other, what are we going to do? We'll just become one. Conglomerate. We'll conglomerate. We have same similarities. We have all of this stuff that we're sharing that is that has the ability to be merged. Why not? Let's do it. And then all of a sudden, because it only lasted probably, what, 30, 40, not even 30 years. The, the Illuminati? Illuminati? No, less than Before 10. it was less taken than down. T- Absolutely, yeah. It was It was so, something that definitely got... It, you could see it. I think it was absorbed in a way. I, I knew my, as well. And I do. I think it was somehow absorbed. What you got? It, my take on it is that because of the initial stated goal of infiltrating, I think that they... They went, whoa, fuck, you just tipped your hand, dude. What the fuck? Well, yeah, but if, <laughs> if, you, become, if you become Illuminati, though, and you decide... All right, I'm Illuminati. I'm going to use the Freemasons for my personal benefit, which is opposite of what the Freemasons is supposed to be, right? Freemasons yeah. supposed to be for very egalitarian. Egalitarian, but like bettering of yourself or bettering of the community through bettering of yourself. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Where that was their stated mission. Illuminati is the exact opposite of that. Yes. <laughs> Making my life better by using other people. Yeah. Uh, so I think the Illuminati existed, infiltrated. I think it's quite possible that it could still exist even I, in the Freemasons. So I have a I have a theory about that. So I, I, I have a theory on in in general, and this this has nothing to do with one particular like insert your group of choice. The idea is that take whatever group that you want whether it's 10 people whether it's 100 people whether it's a thousand people i have a theory that the top 
0.1 people. Theory or uh, hypothesis? Hypothesis. It's a hypothesis. It's not a real theory. Don't fucking at me, bro. Uh, so the top 0.1 to 0.5% of any group will tend to click together to try to better the full group or at least a portion of that group. And that can be Based seen on their particular, that can be seen universally everywhere. Like literally, like even the freaking fortune 500 companies, you look at the top companies in fortune 500 and you find that at least every three years, over 20% of them will find themselves in the same area, if not the same building. It's, it's, yeah, a, I mean, you're going to want to be with your peers, right? Exactly. So you're going to, and it's, it's understandable because if you are doing something good or you're doing something bad that's making money, other people will and you're, do the same. Exactly. If you can find a way to get an edge on anybody, why would you not, why would you not do that, especially in a cutthroat business like, marketing, advertising, uh, any kind of business at all. And I think that this is something that the 0.1 to 0.5%, that could be the Illuminati that has been and stuck around inside the Freemasons, who is, I think, generally a good group that has gotten a bad name that tried to reinvent themselves and kind of air their dirty laundry and go, this is what we were, this is what we're trying to be. But then inside that group, there's a couple of people that are like, can you fucking believe this guy? Well, even Freemasonry now that, yeah, I want to say it was during World War II, is when it really kind of started going underground and becoming more secret. Because they used to, like, as far as I know for the, the Masons in England, they used to have parades and shit. Like, oh, right yeah. In the middle, like, everyone dressed up in their regalia and wandered in the street. All the time. And then when Hitler came to power... They were like, oh, shit, he doesn't like us at all. Yeah, well, he associated them with the Jews. You wouldn't. Dude, everything is anti-Semitic. When, yeah, when you look at history, everything is fucking anti-Semitic. It's so goddamn disgusting. He associated them with the Jews, which made the, the Freemasons also being targeted. They started going underground and started becoming even more secretive because they didn't want to be known as Freemasons, like publicly. Right. Solid. Um... I just got a bunch of shit here about uh, <laughs> Dmet's like there is so much I to unpack to cover right now. Real quick, but uh, this goes back to the Illuminati, and this is just the things that I found that really were like hand in hand with Freemasonry. So you have uh, Y Shop, whatever he's a professor from uh, Bavaria. Um, he had an interest in secret societies, and in particular, like he had an interest in the Freemasons, and. Um, so he wrote this in his book and uh, this talks, this is quote from all religious, uh, I'm sorry, this is quote where he says, secret societies was in support of freedom from all religious prejudices, cultivates, cultivates the, the social virtues and animates them by a great feasible and speedy prospect of universal happiness. And this can, this goes back to what, uh, what Potter was saying earlier. Um, and he says that in order to join, you had to be approved by a member. Um, you had to be good wealth and, um, you not only good wealth, but, uh, you had to have connections with, uh, other people, you know, you had to have, and we can talk about those connections some sort for days, of community but or yeah, you had to be, have some sort something of something else that you could access to make them. Yeah. Better. You're useful. 
<laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah basically. in another way. So you can't be a fucking um, turd off the street with no. Yeah, you couldn't join if you were a part of another society. Um, which then also kind of like just makes me speculate how the two did come into one because you may have had some people that were important that were part of the Freemasons. Then you might have had some people that had but connections the, with that and they were Illuminati. So it's like the Freemasons hey. didn't want the Illuminati in them. Right. Oh, Illuminati. Right, right. So it's actually right, yeah. so it's actually worth noting that um uh George Washington outright stated in seventeen eighty two, I think it was he was pressured by multiple people saying that you need to disavow Freemasons as a whole, like completely just say you are not part of this. And his next address, he stated, I am not now, nor have I ever been, nor will I ever be part of the Illuminati. Right, right, right. Yeah. So he didn't, he didn't disavow, he didn't disavow the Masons at all, but he also recognized like for the president of a fucking brand new nation mm-hmm. to go, we're not part of those fucks. Right. Is kind of a big deal, especially when you considering that they were a, they were the, they were Antifa at that time. Yes. They were very insignificant to the world. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because. I just thought that there is a website, there is an Illuminati website where you can join. <laughs> you can join by submitting it. your email and you're in. <laughs> Should that's it? Sorry. Wait, wow, the standards have okay. gone really low. Huh? If you're watching this or listening this <laughs> after this episode, the wise man is joining the Illuminati. <laughs> We're gonna be on their mailing list. There's gonna be a newsletter. We'll put it up. <laughs> because we have uh, all of you listeners as connections we are influential now we are influencers <laughs> this is exactly why we call ourselves the wise men yes uh, why uh, I, I just want to know why I just want to know, know why 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 just why <laughs> why why, why? <laughs> um uh cool you think you think like uh you think it's interesting that there's some people that have come out trying to like disclose this information, you know, like people like in Hollywood today, like coming out talking about the Illuminati and stuff. You could see, and at least then the, they're ruined or they die. Yeah. yeah I think that's kind of either like thing. fucking highly medicated to get into a psych ward. They get <laughs> taken care of by the Clinton foundation. Yeah. Martin Lawrence said they quote, were going unquote. to kill him. End quote. <laughs> no, could be oh, he people. was running down the street when yeah. he said that he too. He was running down the street. I remember that. Apparently. Yeah. Was he high or presumed to be? I don't know, but not for nothing. Martin Lawrence is an awesome one. Mostly, (laughs) mostly Martin Lawrence is awesome. Mostly his films is is awesome. Um, Cool. So I I think we're basically we've covered it. I think we're basically uh, done with this. So nice neutral. I want to bring up because I brought this up the other day. Hell yes. Have you heard of? It was a Freemason lodge called Propaganda Du. No, I have oh, not. Yes, propaganda. Propaganda. So propaganda. Sorry, I can listen myself. Omelette du fromage. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they were in Italian lodge that, so they got kicked out of the masonry. Their Fuck charter me. was revoked for being basically conduct unbecoming of Freemasons. And it was because, I guess they, this was during, I'm going to get the dates wrong. I want to say it was late 
19th century, so late 1800s, early 9th, or 20th century, where they were basically, they were really high in the political power of Italy. Um, Berlusconi, that name sound right to you? It's all off the top of my head right now. He's doing an experiment right he now. Is, he's, he's fucking mixing shit. He's yeah. an alchemist. We need test tubes. Water flamel over there. Oh, he had to air it out a little bit. Well, he fucked it up. He's making that face. Okay. Anyway, we're not talking. <laughs> I make I make terrible faces when I like things. Uh, Is that your O face? That it's weird. Disgusting. I'm a, I, listen. Hey, I'm we weird. Got it on I'm record. gonna go. Uh, God, <laughs> yes. that's so fucking good. That's his O face. <laughs> he beat his chest. Your, your wife. Your wife must <laughs> not be able to look at you when you ejaculate. My wife f- closes her eyes and throws a pillow over. It's she's like I get you're fucking all of this up like that's awesome the dick is amazing but you just need to stop doing that. visual things <laughs> yeah don't you're take under 18 don't it. take creative license you're not that guy <laughs> I love my wife she deals with way more shit you're out because I fucking made sure that you are out our next. Our next segment is whiskey of the week, and you can't have oh, I a gotta taste fucking it. corrupted right. glass. Wait, you poured this drink uh, into yours? I've been drinking your drink for the past twenty minutes. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So propaganda. Look back. It's propaganda awesome. I've been is, uh, fucking it when up. I read about these guys, they reminded me of Assassin's Creed because these dudes, yes, got into. Like, Let's go bullying and and killing people politically for money and stuff and that's so they were kicked out of the freemasons because of hashtag altair (laughs) yeah so they were kicked out of the freemasons because of that and like literally match chilling i want to say within within months of being kicked out like they were connected to camera if it was actual uh assassinations or assassination attempts in the United States and and throughout the rest of the world. What? Holy fuck. fuck. Now I have to look into this. God damn it. I've learned three new amazing things in the last like 20, 30 minutes. This is amazing. All right. I'm going to end up paying 20 bucks and downloading this fucking game again. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna end up fucking killing these fuckers and get go, the new one, the Viking nope. one, the name of Freemason. I'm 100%. So I'm 100% going to. This is slightly <laughs> off topic, but I'm 100% going to be getting the uh, Viking one. But I'm also going to re-download the Ezio Alvatore uh, collection, which was based in the Italy, which was some of the best storyline that has ever come out of any game. Short of The Last of Us. If you guys don't know, you don't know. Fuck you. I've been playing on and off for probably a year now is the Black Flag one. I'm a big fan of Pirates. It's a good one. (laughs) It's a good one. And so I've been playing that one. And right now I'm I'm still early in the game because I like to play for two days and then not play for a month and forget where the fuck I was and kind of have to relearn everything. And I'm still in Cuba, which is like real early in the game. You know what I, uh, you know what I came back to you guys don't, don't fucking make fun of me for this. This is like super early shit. Okay. But I came back to, uh, the elder scrolls for oblivion. Never played it. Oh my God. I hear it's maze balls, but it's, it's it seemed never like been a, into that. it seemed like more work than I had time. It's so much fucking work. It's like it's like goddamn Dungeons and Dragons where you have to fucking devote your life. Uh, it's like adventure. it's really adventure. you have to be 
you got to be careful because you can either be really not into it or you can be way too fucking far into it and not be able to talk to people. Like, I can't talk about half the shit that I'm into in this fucking game because it's just... God, it, it's super embarrassing. It's super, it's super embarrassing. Sodomy is the least of my worries. Jesus. <laughs> Sodomy is foreplay. What, uh... So... What do you got? So, yeah. What, well... Talk to me. You got the whiskey. So, all right, cool. Hey, real quick, hit the music. Oh, stop. So, Bert, all right, Bert, scratch. Yeah. Before we, speak, I just found sorry. out about. I just found out about this. Apparently, I have a whiskey of the week music. Um, yep. So I'm getting this as you're getting it. Uh, reaction time. Yeah. Well, you guys on Twitch aren't gonna get it, but if you listen to the podcast, you'll fuck you guys Absolutely, on Twitch. Yeah. Um. So we don't love them hosts. Before we switch gears. Um, the two big. Oh yes, things. So Freemasons. Um, I guess the William Morgan one. Yeah. Did they kill him? How many bananas? And bananas for those of you listening, five bananas is super bananas. No doubts. No like, doubts. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Five is like you're fucking in. Oh no! Wait, that, which way do we? Yeah, decide? no, yeah, the yeah, switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five bananas is out. Fuck it. That's way too damn bananas for okay. me to believe. Okay. 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 Yeah. So five is negative. Like I don't believe it because it's too many. It's two bananas, or five, it's five bananas. <laughs> it's so bananas. Way too damn bananas. Um, one is I believe it because it's not so bananas that I don't believe it. I can eat a banana. Okay. I can't eat five bananas. Word. That makes sense. Okay. So, William Morgan was killed by Freemasons. Uh, I'm going to give it, like, two bananas. I'm going to give it two bananas. So, I don't think... I don't think he was killed, but I think they had reason to kill him. I don't... I, I think they were at the height of their uh, uh, power at that point, and they were, like too big to fail so to speak they were bank of america i didn't say it you did i did <laughs> fuck bank of america so i'm currently you will never be our sponsor I, unless you want to be then go ahead give us money bros <laughs> yeah bros if i'm in so i i'm count. gonna give it two bananas i don't i don't personally think that they killed him however i think they have reason to have killed him che Guevara, i'm looking at you Two bananas. I don't think they did. I think he was put in a uh, labor camp, uh, forced to work for the uh, for the Brotherhood. Um, re-education through labor. We will make you a better person. Like Karl Marx, yeah. or no, a Stalin. Yeah, that'd be more of a that'd be more of a Stalin, Stalin Pol Pot kind of yeah. kind of Fuck kind Pol Pot. of. I'm all I'm, I hate I hate, I'm Stalin, Pol Pot, Marx, Engelman. I'm 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 against all of them. All right, dim titties. I'm where you peeled the banana, and I took a fucking bite out of it, and I was like, I'm fucking done. He's, he's full on. I'm full on. Hundred percent. This I motherfucker was fucking dead. taste. Just the tip. They cut his fucking head off. You don't put a bag over someone's head <laughs> unless you're about yeah. to do some shit that well, you don't want your that, mom to see. Not only that, I rem uh, when, when me and Louie were on the podcast, I was like, if you're going to scream murder. He knew what was up. He, he knew, knew what, what the was going consequence on. was. He knew that, fuck, this is the guy in my lodge 
that maybe I fucked with too much. And now he knows I'm going to give all this information out. I'm really dead. I'm really dead. And I think it was really easy to get away with murder back then. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you. Would... I, it's like me. I could sh- I could kill you right now and bury you in my backyard if we were back in the 1800s. It'd be fine. We like, literally... hey, like I like how you add if we were back in the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. We were leading up. I was like, we're literally on a fucking podcast. I know. I know. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you added that. <laughs> I'm like, and my my is it bad that I kind of look back like in the middle of it? I was like, we're on a podcast. If we were back in the 1800s. Eh, you're kind of right. Yeah, <laughs> just just the, the fact that shit, you got me. I think I think the influence... what's Louis gonna what's Louis gonna do? Write it on his fucking printing press? You don't know how to do a printing press. I'm calling your fucking bluff. <laughs> We're live on Twitch. Yes. So, <laughs> so I'm just saying I don't have to do anything. Like, no, it's you're, yeah, it's it done. It's I don't. There. I don't it's, know. It's, it's, it's in the archive. I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm <laughs> saying no, Just at, at least in, in my the things that support my view is that he, in that time, the information that he was going to disclose was going to fuck with politics, and that in my opinion, when you fuck with politics, you're fucking with not just a few people like you're fucking with a lot of people so going back going back to in that time there were no emails there was no fucking uh, saved fucking drives on google well, well kind of kind of giving it a little email, bit hold on you couldn't email it to someone across the country and then all of a sudden they have multiple copies of it it's like if i just yeah there were no knowledge was in copies. your head and your head came off to fucking cut the entire ties with what to end the situation, right? And that's just okay. my that's my view. So I, just, I, I take so, to the banana. And so, I said, oh, so fuck. really, really quick, just kind of bringing it back. Do you kind of have a little bit of an acceptance to the Catholic Church was extraordinarily powerful? Oh, they ran at it. that time. Okay, they ran shit. I'm with you. And on do that. you also accept? Fucking had. I think they had something to do. Right, do, you, do you think that because there were people that could have been? Um, secretive about being in the Catholic faith and part of the Masons, which were expressly outlined. It could have been anything. It could have been any information Don't, that was detrimental to because if their they came society. Out, well, if, if somebody comes out at like, uh, I'll equate it to uh, modern day atheists in the Bible Belt. If you come out as a modern day atheist in the Bible Belt, you are in a sense excommunicated like people don't fucking talk to you at all like your job interviews are not a fucking thing and this is current day this is 2020 you still will lose out on a lot of stuff just by nature of your belief systems do you think that that I think that comes from the individual though well do you think that that has that's something, something that's out of our control you know well I'm, what i'm saying is do you think that some of that has to do with being part of the catholic faith in a an organization that it could have outright influenced. stated by you cannot be part of the Catholic faith. Yeah, it could have influenced, I believe. Louis, okay. what do you think? Cool. I th- no, I'm with you. Did they kill him after talking with Potter? I think it's possible he was disappeared. So I'm going to say probably two bananas deep into whether or not they killed him. Yeah. That being said, cue the music. <laughs> there's actual music like there's actual music we're playing this. music right there, now. There will be. you got about five music. minutes yep 
I have five minutes. Not even. Let's go. Oh, cool. All right. So, uh, what we're gonna be, what we are gonna be reviewing today is High West Boo Ride. This will run you about seventy to eighty dollars, depending on what you're actually uh, where you go to grab it. This is from a company called High West. I did another one. Uh, They are based out of uh, Utah, Park City, Utah. Uh, all American made. They have to be to have any kind of bourbon in their name. This thing is on my top three ever. Like, this is deathbed whiskey to me. Like, if I'm gonna die, I want a swig of this fucking thing. First off, let's talk about the bottle. <laughs> like, hold that. You could you could attempt to smash that over somebody's head. It and looks it, like you probably heard them all. Quarter inch thick glass. This thing. I like the fact that it's corked. So every it has a jackalope on the label. So every single bottle of High West whiskey is handcrafted. Like there is no two similar. Bo- there's no two alike bottles. So they like hand blow their glass. Yes, every single so bubbles that are in there. You'll see little bubbles and stuff that are in there. Every single one of them is handcrafted. It's pretty cool. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. This is something that like somebody went to school so that they could become a glass blower. And if you look at the bottle, they're very similar, but they're not the same. None of the bottles are the same. On top of that, they really? went with the jackalope because it's a rare thing. Uh, it, it's kind of odd that you have a high rye whiskey. Like most people will do a bourbon and then put a little bit of rye in it. Uh, these guys, it's all about the percentages. These guys put a lot of rye. Like, it's basically 50-50. Not exactly. It's like 40-40 and then 10. Hence the name. Bure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bar. Or 40-40 and then 20. Bourbon um, Bure. So, they also, it also kind of has a little bit of a sherry uh, taste to it. But, um. I like it. Without further ado, first, uh, give yourself a little, give yourself a little sniff. You make me feel don't, like a little bitch. You don't fuck it, like, uh, Louis. You said it. I didn't say it. Besides, you've already, you've already proven yourself. You had it. So before you, before you give it a shot, give it a, give it a sniff. Give it, give it a nice little. The nostrils burn. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? What do you smell I'm about this? It. So it smells more refined than most whiskeys that I have. Sweet. So look for yeah. It doesn't doesn't like have a uh, that bite that you smell. So it's pretty high. Per, it's pretty high percentage. I believe it's over forty six percent, which is where you'll get a lot of that burn. So if you really bury your nose in it, you'll get a lot of that. Like you'll actually you might even get a little bit of a like a nail polish remover kind of scent to it. A little bit of acetone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because it's kind of a high alcohol percentage but you'll also get a nicer smelling it so you'll also get a nice little uh sherry yes you'll get a nice little sherry cask a little bit of a wine now fucking a <laughs> he just took a drink oh christ he's got a he just took he's a got a liquor boat right that's yeah. like a fucking all of his taste buds just that's like a fucking meal let it let it sit on your tongue for a second and kind of dilute i cannot <laughs> i like it i like it i like it it's good. Oh. <laughs> it just burns the tongue, baby. Let it sit. It's it's still pretty smooth. Louis just so his pants. It, so it's got a <laughs> so it's got a little bit of a it's got a little bit of a uh, meatier taste to it. It's way more substantial than most whiskeys that you'll find. It has a different color to it. They don't add any color at all to it, which is, in my opinion, if you have a good product don't fuck with it i don't care if it's clear or if it's black like i don't care what the color is of it 
don't fuck with it. This thing is goddamn amazing. It's got so much. It's like Christmas mint, peppermint, kind of like dark chocolate, pear, cinnamon. Oh fuck, it's amazing. Like candy, it's like so like sugar, like sugar plums. Like this is exactly what you want around Christmas time. If you do anything in your life. Get this whiskey one time in your life, just one time. Send if you if you've had if you've had this whiskey, give some kind of review. Anything, yeah, some whether feedback. you just like it, send it to us on any platform. I personally would love to hear it. This is one of my top three whiskeys of all time that I've ever had. Like, I'm telling you, this is... When I'm dying, I want somebody to rub this on my lips. I want... This is a fucking cologne. <laughs> I want to be... I want to be embalmed with this whiskey. Lips. I want this to be... Can we do that? Why not? I don't know why not. I don't know. Like, I, just, I want to be embalmed with that like, and then burned. As embalming fluid. And then burned, like cremated, so people know that this was my shit. <laughs> Write it down. Sign um, it. Write it down and sign it. So it'll be on my will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll be witnesses. It'll be, it'll be on my will. Well, on, I also want a dirty Sanchez. Forever on Twitch. Do you, you want us to give you? Uh, no, 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 no. When I, when I die, because that shit's going to be funny as fuck. <laughs> I'll do it. It'll be funny as fuck. All right. You are all witnesses to this. <laughs> it's on Twitch. Um, that being said, go America. Fucking American bourbon, rye, everything. Still making amazing fucking whiskey. Fuck yeah. Nothing to be said against Scotch, Irish whiskey, Canadian whiskey. I appreciate all of you guys. You guys are goddamn amazing. Like the artistry that goes into whiskey and wine and any alcohol is incredible. Keep doing what you're doing. I want to taste it all <laughs> in one glass if I can. All right. I love it. Um, this is. High West uh, Boo Rye, Bourbon Rye. Boo Rye. It's kind of fun to say, too. Yeah. Boo Rye. And that Boo Rye. sounds very Southern, yeah. but obviously it's from Utah. Is <laughs> Utah kind of Southern? No, not at all. It stops at Texas, right? Yeah, we don't we don't count Utah as they're Southern. West. But they're probably way more Southern than Southern Florida, so I guess. Oh, well, the farther south you go in Florida, the more north you are. Yeah. To yeah. a point. <laughs> and then you just become Caribbean. Yeah. Anyway, so, Burai, if you guys have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, uh, or any kind of feedback on this, if you've had it, please, holy fuck, tell me, because my palate is definitely not refined in the least sense of things. Uh, if you can point me towards any kind of weird notes or anything, please do. I would love to have any kind of conversation. And if you have a whiskey that you would like to see me review, if you have a whiskey that you would like to see me just fucking chug half a bottle, me and DMAT, uh, I'm, I'm fucking in. Let's I'm go. Waiting. Just do it. As the I'm not uh, fucking leaving. As the Shia LaBeouf says, <laughs> I will, I will merely sit the two. <laughs> um, oh, I'm totally yeah. in. Please, our next one, I believe, is going to end up being Horse Soldier, uh, whatever the second level is, as per um, mm -hmm. Lieutenant DeMatties. Uh, Lieutenant DeMatties. Fucking love that. Lieutenant DeMatties. That sounds good. <laughs> Lieutenant uh, Sturm. Uh, anyway, awesome. so hey, that's hey, it. Shout out. Whiskey. Yep. Done. 
Oh, and this uh, comes up to my little short segment. Um, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna cue the music. This is um, this is space talk. Everyone knows me as the space guy. I'm always fucking interested in this stuff. So we have a, a new headline out. This came out on December seventh, twenty twenty. This actually came out around like two thirty, four o'clock in the morning. It was it was super it was in the middle of the night. No one really knows. A few people actually I know other than you guys have sent this shit to me because they already know where I sit. So this is um covered by all of your major news networks and your um journalists um websites and the headline says former head of israel space division aliens are real trump was on the verge of confirming and this is like the big headline you know that's going out at least the past few days bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. even though the coronavirus is still holding like 98 percent of the fucking media it's okay anyways uh this, <laughs> it's okay yeah this talks about the uh, retired israel general um his name is ham ashid and he told a newspaper in Israel that not only are aliens real, he's probably like, that's not my fucking name. <laughs> you fucking. <laughs> Hash- I, be- Ashid. I, I believe. Isht. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's Chaim. Chaim. Ah, Chaim Ashid. Chaim Ashid. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, no disrespect, Professor. Uh, we love you. But uh, he did tell a local newspaper uh, uh, in Israel that not only are aliens real, but the U.S. and Israel governments have been working with them and that President Trump was uh, recently on the verge of confirming, confirming their uh, existence. The, the, the whiskey gets a little bit to my L and the M, so it kind of flicks it up. <laughs> but uh, other than that... Hi, West, you wonderful bastard. Yeah. Uh, I'm stealing uh, that from the whiskey tribe. You guys are like awesome. trying to get a picture if you're listening right now. I, I'm, I can't stop smiling. <laughs> Not smiling. Hey, it's so, uh, Esht, uh, who retired back in 2011. A uh, little history of him is that he was the head of the defense, uh, ministry space division, um, in Israel. Super credible position. The guy was there for 30 years. Uh, quote, he served as the head of Israel's space security program again for nearly at least 30 years. Um, and and is a three-time recipient of the Israel Security Award. It's a huge award that's t- uh, that takes place in Israel. So it's pretty credible. Oh, this guy! Oh, fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, the Jerusalem Post reported. Uh, this is quote. He explained that Israel and the U.S. have both been dealing with aliens for years. What the fuck? For years. Now this goes back, and this just kind of like fucks with all of our well, no, well, shit that we know about that's gone it com- in it our com- history. It confirms. It confirms. Is it not? That's, yeah. That statement it, it's super interesting quote. Um, a space boner. Is what <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. Yes. Fuck. So uh, Ash reportedly told, uh, "I'm gonna fuck this name up." Idiot. Ahorna. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, this was told by again the name Idiot. Horanat, I can't fucking pronounce, but uh, they said that um, Esht reportedly said that the UFOs have asked not to publish that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet. Trump was on the verge of revealing, which I kind of believe that shit. Uh, but that's the why al- we have Space Force now. But the aliens 
in a galactic federation are saying this. It's actually a wait. really good show. They're saying wait. They're saying wait. Let people calm down first. They don't want to start mass hysteria. They want to first make us sane and understanding. They have been waiting for humanity to evolve and reach a stage where we will generally understand what space and spaceships are. There's an agreement between the United States government and the extraterrestrials. They signed a contract within us to do experiments here. They too are researching and trying to understand the whole fabric of the universe and they want us as helpers. There's an underground base in the depths of Mars where their representatives are and also our American astronauts uh, are at. If I had come up with what I'm saying today, five years ago, I would have been hospitalized. Wherever I've gone with this in academia, I don't know what that word is. Academia. Academia. Fuck. They've said the man has lo- the man has lost his mind. Today, there are already taking talking differently. I have nothing to lose. I've received my degrees and ro- awards. I am respected in the universities abroad, where the trend is also changing. So he's kind of like explaining, "Hey, I fucking did what I had to do. Been there. I'm been on there. retirement right now. Y'all can't hold. Can't, y'all can't hang on to me now." He's, he's saying so this, shit. this whole article, I, I agree. It seems sketch as fuck. No, I like it. I, think I like it, it too. I think it confirms a lot of what like me and D-Man have looked into. I would like to talk to this guy. I would like to talk to Just the operations alone yeah. that we've covered. But, but what, I think, what I think... 100% we have made contact with multiple different entities outside our... Uh, outside so you're not saying it's bullshit. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. So you're saying the guy's bullshit? No, no, no. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying that I think that grossly he is correct, and I think that grossly he is he is telling the truth. But I think that there are details that maybe he is uh, askewed, omitting. Yes. Well, okay, you can right. do that. So here's here's my my right. my, my thing about it is I feel like I fucking hope so. What I he, really what, hope so. What he said about the the aliens asking for us. To just hold on a fucking hold on minute, a minute yeah. till we chill out. Yeah, it even goes back to our first episode of the generational theory, where we're in a crisis right now. Yeah. We're our shit's about to get and really that there's weird. There's a re, some sort of rebirth coming, right? Right, a, so, re, a restart as a as a world, as a global society. We aren't in a point where we could take this kind of information and do well with it. Half you know, of our half of our society right can't even agree on literally anything like nothing right so we're not in a place right now as a global society where we could be like oh cool there's aliens let's let's be friends with them or or whatever we're right now we're in a place where like i think we're on aliens kill them fuck them no i think we're on a i think we're on an understanding we're like holy shit there's actually aliens and we recognize them and we're on that downslope to where we're starting to get to okay there's aliens that's also fine I think yeah. I think that they're on a different level of consciousness than we are. I don't know. I don't know about that. I By think there's just this. You mean consciousness between like my dog Maverick and me? No, like, I, I. So hold on. So hold uh, on. Okay, just hear okay, me I out. can see hear that. No, yeah, no, 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 no. no hear me out. So my dog, right? My dog can't fucking feed himself if his food's gone, right? 
But me, I can go out and kill and eat my food. I, and that... Your dog the, the is thing, way the, more capable of the, that than I'm you. I'm just saying... <laughs> false. Anyways... No, I, no, I love no. the... Your dog would survive with... Motherfuckers, listen. <laughs> You'd be I like, where is, where is my saw? Where is my M249? Where least, is my... At least you guys... How do I make bullets? Listen, what, I will even have video people? games and that will keep me alive, motherfucker. Alright, listen. Anyways, you get my point. What if they're just a little bit more evolved of understanding than we are? What if they're at that ability to where they are on a whole nother evolution of, of like acceptance of reality? No, 100%. The crux you know of saying? knowledge. The, so the understanding of a crux of knowledge is only the plateau to where the base of the mountain starts. You never actually know where the peak is until you have reached a plateau okay you have to like you cannot even understand that you're at the base of the mountain until you can visually see the peak these guys are probably only actually right. at midway can you see right. the can you see the we have just started out at base zero we're at bay, himalayas we're, we're like we're there, now though. we finally we're beginning i think that we are now finally understanding the, the full encompassing idea that holy shit we have a long way to go and they're going oh my god these guys are actually acclimatizing themselves well they could be an asset we can be an asset to other people now i really i really compared to a fucking caveman who can't fuck just barely start fire oh but now we're here where we're at now i think the biggest i think the biggest thing was honestly uh nuclear fission and fusion oh you think that that was a connection to uh some sort of signal contact well i think once we get to the point where creating energy isn't like legitimately creating it isn't an issue uh which we might have honestly been there for a long time for sure if certain technologies hadn't been expressed because the people that know about certain technologies like maybe not aren't the smartest people i mean i'm not saying that they're not fucking geniuses but like right. the more people you have working on like anything open source right yeah the more people we have working on it coming at it from different angles yeah. that goes back i mean that even goes back to the freaking masons being able to build structures without having a full understanding of why things are working as well as they are they're like holy shit if we do this in this order things are working great right but they don't understand the scope of like why things are working so well and it's mathematically like it's algorithmic it's so easy to understand and that's if you just have a scope of understanding that's when they started bringing the speculative masons exactly where they were in invite architects and, and and social theorists and all this stuff in so no cool I, hell yeah. yeah but um all right well, boys that's episode three well but we we appreciate everyone tuning in um again follow us on our socials uh we had covered that in the beginning of the podcast but we are on instagram we are on twitter we are on facebook um where we do put a put out a lot of stuff twitch on facebook and obviously Twitch. If you're listening right now, go ahead shoot shoot us a follow. And uh, you know, it, it's cool, here. man. We like to get connected with the community. Louis but, gonna uh, Louis gonna get on out of here. Yeah, Say bye to Louis. Bye, but, Louis. Yep, Louis out. Bye but bye. Uh, this is uh, episode three. All right, y'all. Catch y'all next. Thanks, time y'all. Thanks for four. joining in. Yeah. You guys make us. <laughs>